Are we recording? <laughs> oh yeah! It's like <laughs> a year from now. <laughs> Macho. Oh man, that's Vincy. I like that my kids know that I'm healthy and strong and fit, and that their mom is healthy and strong and fit. Like, okay, I can still get better without having to do a max effort every single day. Smashing yourself on the roller for uh, an hour, right? you're good by the next day as long as you had a, a sandwich in the net. Let her rip. All right, on today's episode of the Spiral Out Podcast, it's just going to be Michael and myself, and we're talking about the the topic of parenthood. Basically, being dads. Being dads, oh. and how it how it impacts our work, and in the positive, not in the negative, as a lot of people may may seem or may think. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just tell them why we're doing this one. What spawned it? Um, so yeah, so I uh, I listened to a podcast. It's called the Daily Dad Podcast. It's by a guy named Ryan Holiday, who some of the listeners may know him, know of and may have read some of his work. What's his most popular book? I know that guy. Ego is the enemy. Uh, yeah, Obstacles okay. is the way. Stillness is the key. Yeah, Those are his three that, big ones. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, and um, yeah, anyway, I got introduced to like he he's a proponent of Stoic philosophy, and I got introduced to his work through clients of mine, Michael, Mike and Liz, years ago. And then I discovered this Daily Dad podcast that he does that's specific to parenting. And I heard an episode, I don't know, probably three or four months ago. And as soon as I heard, as soon as I listened to it, I sent it to, to Mike because I'm like, he'll appreciate this. Um, and the title of the episode of that podcast was Family's Not Holding You Back. And the idea being that it actually serves as an anchor point um, and a, a a way for one to be more purposeful and more intentful with their work because they have to be because they have so many constraints in other areas of their lives and specifically in this case parenting and raising a family and being a husband um, and so that's what Michael and I are going to talk about today yeah the episode and those episodes are really short for anybody who's interested in listening to those episodes <clears throat> they're like little bite side ones put to i think five days a week right yeah five days a week they're like two to four minutes long yeah they're great they're great little like little tidbits of things he covers little topics and this one was great too right because he gives the example of like through the history of I can't remember what he said, like the Buddha or where yeah, I can't talk about <clears throat> Buddha initially, someone yeah. about how like they had to leave their family to go search for enlightenment and they were going to find some uh find something right and whatever and it's like a lot it's like parallel it, there's always parallels in everything in life but it's like no different with training where people are like i gotta go do this because this is the secret sauce and you're like no it's not the sauce is right in front of you it's right here mm. right and so and then he goes on use an example of a, one of the actors from hamilton about how his family was integral to the success of the play and how he felt if he didn't have that, uh, I can't believe he had a newborn boy, newborn girl, a couple weeks before, I believe they said, and how important that was to the success of the production and how it all, how it anchored his decision making, and like I said, how it placed how it placed helpful constraints on his life, right, and what it did. Um, yeah, so like I feel like the reason I love that episode so much, or I just like the idea, and the title of the episode is "Family Doesn't Hold You Back." Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it because, um, like, a, at a point in my life of coaching, like I, I maybe I may have had that belief that it would, right, 
or I may have lived that way. Like I lived like um, anything besides what I was doing towards my business and my coaching was non-productive or it wasn't, it wasn't in like, it wasn't what I should be doing type thing. And then since that time, like over the last eight, nine years, like life teaches you that you were wrong, right? And you, people can't explain it to you. You just have to be shown it. You're like, I was wrong. I shouldn't, that wasn't the way to do it. It's a lived experience. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this is what I really love because it, the good example is you, when you first when you first came uh, came on board here, we had totally different lives. Mm-hmm. And now our lives are very similar, right? Yeah. So, yeah, just, expl- just explain to, so I'll explain my side. When, when you first started working here, um, I think Gary actually, Gary was here f- before mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So you, Gary had two young kids at that point. No, he hadn't. He just had his one girl. Yeah. So Gary's another coach that works here. Um, and then, uh, yeah. And at that point, Scott, you had Thea, mm-hmm. right? And I would see you guys, um, like basically I'd see you like, uh, for example, for Scott, um, Scott would, le- ha- he'd have to leave at four or something right on a Thursday or whatever or Friday like he'd have to leave at four or you'd mess you're always really great about messaging me and going hey I just let you know I gotta go like I won't be able to come in until this time today because our sitter didn't come or you know kids sick and this and that and in my my I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say naive brain but in my inexperienced brain at that point I was just I was a husband and that was it um like I, I like to think I was understanding for you as in it being the owner or being the boss type thing and you being the employee. I like to think I was understanding on the outside, but inside my head, it was hard for me to understand, right? It was hard for me to go, where is he? Like, what's he doing? Like, I don't get it. Like, how come he's like, you know, he did this and this is the way he did it. And like, you weren't, you weren't as free flowing as I was with things, but it's just that you weren't as, you, you weren't as messy with your time as I was. And that's all it was, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and then that, and like when you first when you first started working here in 2015, that was what my life was like, and I worked every day. I was here every day, and even for a few years after that, I'd be at the gym every single day, right, seven days a week. That's just how it went. God love my wife for <laughs> <laughs> sticking with me. She always bugged me about it, and then, uh, but she was right to, and then. Um, yeah, and then as you as I had kids, I was forced out of that life. Before you get into that part, it's funny because yeah. I'll just jump in here because, <clears throat> to your point, our like I had our our daughter Thea was was here when I first started working here, <clears throat> and our, our our son Reggie was yet to be born. But um, yeah, I I had those constraints, um, and and you didn't to your point. But it was it was apparent how much you worked. And so even given the constraints, I felt like I, like it was just like, one, it was inspiring how much you enjoyed being here and, mm. and, and working as much as you did. And so I wanted to like, I wanted to do that too. I just couldn't do it to the ex- same extent because of the constraints I had. Mm-hmm. But my wife would always say, because she was, she was, <clears throat> she knew of how much it worked as well, obviously. She would always say, I, I can't wait till Mike has a kid. I can't wait till Mike and Alyssa have their first kid so that he... Because he's, he's going to realize that he doesn't need to be there every single day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, it's going to be a really good thing because it's going to force him to to take a little bit of a break every week 
from being in the gym because yeah. he just he can't be there every day. He has, he has other responsibilities that are going to pull him away from there. And that's what happened. When Alice came, you – I can't remember if Jason – Jason would have been here. At the, Jason was here at that yeah. time. Yeah. He would have just started a couple months ago. Yeah. So I remember you saying – or sending an email. Hey, guys, just to let you know, I won't be coming in on Saturdays anymore. And I was like – I came – I remember <laughs> I went home and I showed Cora the email. And she's like, good, I'm so happy. And then fast forward, you know, a few years later mm-hmm. when Andrew was born. Yeah, my son. So yeah. we have two sorry, kids. Sorry, yep. and, then, and then, you know, yep. it was kind of, um, you were working six days a week and Cora's like, if they have another kid, like, I hope he takes more time off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then fast forward, a few years later, Andrew's born. And sure enough, another email. Hey, guys, I'm not going to be coming in on Saturday or Sunday anymore. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, it, it just it made me really happy because I was I was at that point. Mm-hmm. I had two kids, and uh, yeah, and I, and I just knew I just knew it's it's you, you just you can't you can't do it that way because it's just going to take too much time away from your family, and that's what matters most, right? So, um, anyway, that's that's just kind of my experience, just kind of looking at it from the outside in, being like, I hope it changes once he has a kid. It mm-hmm. did. I hope it changes more when he has another kid. It did, and you know, as it should, yeah. I think, right? In yeah. my opinion. And again, the point the point of the episode, I guess, I don't know what the point of the episode is, just kind of for us to <clears throat> talk about it, but there is a, there is a the, like, for my old self, I would have believed that having children and having a family like, like that, a family unit like that, would be counterproductive to my goals as a business owner, right? Or counterproductive to my goals as being the best coach, but it, it hasn't. Right, it really, it really hasn't. It's just given me more purpose in what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, right? Um, and then at the end of the day, you go home and that's your unit, right? So it just, it totally changes the way your life goes. And like the, I can't, I can't remember that guy's name, the Hamilton guy, but it's like it just, it, the first, the first big thing, it helps you say no to things. That's the big one. It, it helps you say no, um, which I would, no, which I notice big time now in. Like, in, like basically a lot of people don't even ask me anymore to do things mm-hmm. or to do like random things. Like, hey, do you want to come for this right now? And they're like, he's not going to come. Yeah. So I'm not going to ask him. So like, like just that type of stuff, right? Because it, 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 adds, it adds useful constraints to your life. Mm-hmm. And I think initially I was so worried that, oh, my God, I don't – these constraints are going to be bad. But then you look at – like there's no replacing time with your kids like that, like – Sure, I don't get to go to lunch. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't matter. Uh, it's way more fun to just walk around and grass with my with our kids, right? It's just funny to watch them. Um, but the, the, remember the other point of the podcast, the, that uh, Daily Dad podcast, the three things. What were they? Oh, yeah, I can't. Was, and I can't remember what the episode was about. I, I, I can't remember either. It was, it was essentially saying like you know you have, you have three three things that are going to steal your attention: work, family, and your social life. Yeah, he just buckets those, right? And kind of yeah, he buckets those. And so the idea is that, you know, you can't do all three without um, sacrificing. sacrificing one of one of the other the other two. So, yeah. for example, like if you work a lot, your social life and your family life are going to suffer. If your family life is super important to you, you're going to give more attention there. And, and then, you know, maybe your social life suffers, you know, and there probably is a, a best equation. Right. Mm-hmm. But the, the idea, the overreaching idea of the episode is. If you overdo one, it takes you, it robs you of the other two. Yeah. Right. And so there has to be balance there. Um, and I just thought that was 
that was incredibly true you know and 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 depending on where you are in life is is going to determine how much weight or how much attention you give to whatever bucket it's not right or wrong but it, it shifts as you as you age as you you know if you do have a family obviously it shifts in that direction if you you know um and it's it, it was i can't remember how the episode ended but he's he said it really succinctly yeah it was like a little rhyme it was a little rhyme it said it's like you can go for this or that and you you like if you if you don't give up on one you'll end up with none yes or something yeah. like that it was yeah. a little rhyme that's what i remember yeah um, and basically, he's like, if you're if you have a family, you're giving up the social side of things. Mm-hmm. That's just what you're giving up, yeah. right? You don't have to give up on your work, and you don't, and you you can't give up on your family, mm-hmm. or you shouldn't. So the one that goes is the social, and the kind of the rhyme was, if you don't give up on one, or you'll you'll get none, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember, but it was really great. Yeah, I wish we had knew in the episode. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, I think I think like you know, just to kind of make it more you tied in more to coaching um like you spoke about it from like the, the you know the business owner side and and whatnot and how that was kind of like a not a fear of yours but just a thought that you might in, in, impede the success of the business or the, yeah. the, your success as a coach my experience with it is um you know we kind of alluded to it earlier it's just it's made me way more efficient mm-hmm. with my work time and it's and it has to be that way i'm way more streamlined with my with my with my programming I'm way more streamlined with how I lay out my schedule, how many clients I see in a day yeah. versus how many programs I write. Um, because if if I if if I'm not, it bleeds like work just bleeds into every area, right? And so then it impedes the family time. And there's you know there's times obviously where that can't be avoided. But yeah. if I'm intentional mm-hmm. about how I set up my days, I can limit how much work impedes with my family time when I'm not here. Yeah, and like we're here a lot, like we work a lot. Yeah. So if we can. You know, if I can keep it, you know, keep work limited to to the time I'm in the office as much as possible, that's a huge win for me. It's a huge win for my family because then it just gives us the opportunity to to do more things, yeah. right, and make more memories and yeah. and whatever. But not only that, I feel like it's made me a better a better coach in the sense like, uh, and it's, I don't know, it's it's hard to explain, but I'm just because my because of the way I have to set up my day. I'm way more focused on the work that I'm doing. It's like, use the example, and I, I, I heard this a few weeks ago of, if you're given a task, because like all of, our, all of our time is, or all of our work is time sensitive. So if you're given a deadline, and they use the example of like a paper that's due, say you're a university student and you have a paper that's due. If they say you have to at the end of the semester to finish this paper, you're literally gonna finish it like two days before the end of the semester, maybe the night before. If they say it's due in three weeks, you're gonna do it three weeks from now. If they say it's due tomorrow, you're gonna to do it tonight. And in all the examples, you're gonna get it done on time, right? It's just the way we are, human, like human nature. It's just, you're gonna give yourself as much time as you possibly can. And the, the point I'm making here is, because everything's time sensitive every day, I have to get it done in a, in a certain amount of time. And if I don't lay out my day and be like, okay, Monday's programming is here and you need to have it all done, because these people need it by Tuesday. If I don't lay it out like that, then it, it, it gets it gets really like it gets really messy, and then it just like bleeds into the entire day, or potentially oh I didn't get it done I got to get up early and I got to get it out Tuesday before they train, which is just like becomes a mess. It's it's super chaotic, right? Whereas like if I didn't have a family, I'd be like ah, eh, you know I'll do a little bit here and then I'll 
you know, work out and then I'll do a little bit here. And then if I don't get it all done, whatever, I'll just do it at night when I get home. I don't have that luxury because, you know, there's kids activities, there's bedtime, there's sleep interruptions. There's no guarantee I can get up on time because I might be up for 90 minutes in the middle of the night, like last night, you know? So it just, it makes me focused. So I block off time, do this batch of programming, have a client, do this batch of programming, work out, go home, done, day's over, right? That's it. So if I didn't have those constraints, my days would be way more maybe free-flowing, to use the term you used earlier, but way more chaotic, in my opinion. Yeah, like there's, you have, you have your life, <clears throat> your life is much more order now. Yeah, right? And it has to be like that versus way less chaos mm-hmm. to steal Peterson line, right? Um, and another thing, which I was just reading in a book last night, trying to explain it. It's just kind of a random take on free will, just trying to explain free will. And it's like the idea, the basic idea, if, regardless of what you think about it, the basic idea, if you're free to do anything, you can't make decisions. But when you have rules in place, and basically having a family allow, like, kind of gives rules to your life, mm-hmm. it's easy to make decisions. It's very easy because the rules are kind of in front of you. Well, like, you reference everything through that filter. You're like, mm-hmm. what am I doing this? Well, let me think. And it'll be a split-second decision because it's just going to go right through that filter of your life and go, can't do that right now mm-hmm. or let's do it on this day or let's do it like because it all filters through that mm-hmm. versus if you have nothing or if you just have like like again go back to my old life if i have like basically very far fewer rules to my life it's harder to make decisions because you're like oh wait what about this i could do this what about this? versus the the current way of my life and then it'll change again as you as the kids get older right um it's just very easy to make decisions that's yeah. what i find right it, yeah, it's, it's, it's not on like you know you're giving you're given two exam you're given two options and let's right. not get but let's not get it twisted though like which he makes it adamant in the podcast um and this is for this is this is for people who have children that are listening and people who don't or may want to it's not easy like yeah. <laughs> we're not trying yeah. to make it sound like it's like by having kids we've made our lives easier yeah. we haven't it makes it way you have a much more challenging life mm-hmm. Well, you have more responsibility, right? And it, but it's good responsibility, yeah. and it just enriches your life. And again, what you can't you can't explain it. You just can only yeah. experience it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's it's so like I I just love that the difference of how our lives were so different eight years ago, and how we're very similar mm-hmm. now, and how things go, right? So, yeah. and through that time, I've come to learn that like yeah, family doesn't hold you back. Yeah. Which initially, when you started, I didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't understand that that you having a family, you having kids, you and having to trying to grow your family. I didn't understand that it wasn't holding you back. Yeah. Whereas, but me in my position at that time, I thought it was. I'm like, man, this is he could do this, he could do that. But I'm like, no, this is not. Like it's me. I'm I'm. It's the reverse. Once I go through that, once I pass through that door, I'll understand. Mm-hmm why his life is the way it is and how he organizes his life and this is how it goes so i guess the kind of a, a psa for people who are going down that road um yeah it's hard and it's worth it oh it's so worth it yeah can, yeah what other what other thing we want to mention well, we covered I, the I podcast just, i was just gonna say like um like you know it's made me a better coach from the term of uh, from the from the yeah, sense and of, me too. of like streamlining things and being yeah. more organized and having more order but also like understanding understanding and, and being able to work with people that you know 
seven, eight years ago, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have understood. You can't like, relate to them. You know what I mean? And now I can relate to way more people because well, I used to be single. <laughs> I used to be just married. I used to have just one kid. Yeah. Now I have two kids. Like, yeah. you know, those are all life events, right? And yeah. I've gone through that spectrum of life events so far. Yeah. And there's obviously many more to, to come, but I understand all those people now because mm-hmm. I've lived in every single one of those periods of life, right? Yeah. Which just makes me more, I, I, don't, I don't know, like from a client's perspective, it makes me more relatable, but yes. it allows me to understand the, the client way better. So if they have adjustments that need to be made, it's like, yep, no problem. It's not like, why do you need to do that? You know, whereas before I would have been like, you really can only work out like 45 minutes, like three days a week or like, you're just not making time. But I'm like, no, that's the actual thing for a lot of people. And now that I've, that's lived experience for me, I'm like, yep, no problem. I totally get it. This is what we're going to do. You know, and it's just, it's good. <laughs> you know, it's, it's made me a better person and a better coach as a result. Right. Yeah. I would say, and I would say the, the big one, like I said, like you just mentioned is the understanding part, being able to try to understand people's stories better and, and connect with their life and what it's like. Um, it, it just makes it makes it makes so much more sense right and then you have and then obviously you have uh, clients whose kids are older and then they kind of look at you and they're like they, they know what you're going through and they give you so much leeway with being with if you're if you're like late with something or you forget something or they're like don't worry I know what you got it's like I know when you leave here what you're doing like and just quickly like my life is Groundhog Day that's what it's turned into, right? You get up with the kids, get them breakfast, get them situated. And for us, like during the normal school year, for my wife who's a teacher, the normal thing, right, is they come downstairs, you get them breakfast, get them situated. We, They always want to watch some cartoons. And so we do that for like probably a half an hour, 45 minutes. And then uh, my wife and I get them, get the kids ready. And then we take them to daycare. And then we're off to work. And then... At 4.15, 4.30, I leave the gym, and my clients know now, uh, whereas before, they would, like, you know, I, I would, like, feel guilty about leaving. I'd be like, I, I, can, I can stay, like, a little bit of time, whatever. Now, they know I can't stay, and they understand that. They're like, he can't, he can't stay. I can't expect him to stay. That's not reasonable. Um, and then I just go get my kids because they're over here by the gym and then we go home and then once like you know what that's like when you leave the gym to the point they're in bed it's them that's what it is it's kids until it's bedtime and they go to sleep and then you have some free time do whatever you got to do and that's my life and then i wake up and i do it again right and then on the weekends it's just different there's you just don't have the gym part of it we just go do stuff Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just it's so much better to me like it's it creates it it forced me to create a much better um, schedule in my life, yeah. um, like a much more sustainable long-term schedule. And obviously this isn't to say that if you don't have kids, you're not yeah. doing meaningful work or no. you're not organized or I thought we did great work when obviously you did great work when yeah. you didn't have kids. Yes. And like I did great work when I didn't have kids. And when I only had one kid, I just feel like the point of this whole podcast is that the, the constraint, positive constraint of family just forces you to, be that much more organized mm-hmm. and have that much more order in your yeah. life in order to continue to provide a good service and, and create good work. Yeah. And on that point, like there's, again, there's trade off, there's cost benefits, there's trade offs with everything you're doing in life. So well, if you don't have kids, there's going to be parts of your coaching ability that are going to be better than if you do have kids. But if you do have kids, 
there's parts of your coaching ability that's better than if you don't have kids, right? It's it's like it's like I guess the kind of way you would kind of explain it is if you're I, like in terms of being being able to relate to people in different ways is that's the part that heightens mm-hmm. when you have to me that's what heightens big time when you have kids um, is you're able to relate and connect with people to a to me what it seems like it's a it's a different level um, because they know where it's coming from and they can understand you better and because they, they can see it on you like this is who Scott is mm-hmm. right this is who he is. Um, and then you also lose some things, but it still works out as a bet, better plus minus for me. What are the, what are the, some of those things that you lose? You think? Well, I think like just the like if you have like because if you have more time, like again in my past life, you have more time to just sit and watch clients do their stuff. Mm. That's what I would do. I'd sit and watch, and just watch them do all their training. And you could be you know, you could be more involved in certain aspects and just like spend a lot of time because that's what I used to do and now I just have less time to spend um, so I have less time to be able to sit in the gym and watch them do their training or less time um, to watch every second of a YouTube video or less like for that um, so that would be like one example and but then the other exam other side of it is which we've already talked about is the understanding aspect and then but also truly understanding how important it is to have a relationship with people and have a trusting relationship because the ultimate trusting relationship is you and your kids. And so, but when you have a connection like that with a client, it's just, oh, this this like transcends things and they just have a much better understanding of who you are and you have a better understanding of who they are and what makes them tick. And whereas before, it's, I, know I, I personally, that's just for me and I, I just, again, I find it hard to explain what it is or why it's like that, but it's, it's just because you're a different person. And you, that's probably why it's hard to explain because you didn't see it happen to you. You just are. You're a different person now. And that's who that client is interacting with. They're not interacting with old Scott. They're interacting with the new Scott. And you're different, right? So their references are always bouncing off a new thing. And, that, and it's, again, it's just hard to explain why it's different or why it's better. But I, f- I feel like for me, I'm better able to connect with people uh, now than I used to. And that would be the upside of it. Yeah. Cool. Anything else? Did That's you want it. to read that quote? Oh, yeah. I'll, Tom, you can cut this out. We'll just end this with this random. Okay, so the context of this quote um, is from a book called Notes from Underground um, by Fedor Dostoevsky. And the context of this is he's explaining to this person, uh, his friend, um, I guess like what, I guess from his perspective, what it's like to be married. And so I'm just going to pick it up. He's basically explaining to a point what it's like to be married, what it's like to fall in love, what it's like to be in love, and how love changes over time, which if anyone's married, they understand what that means. Um, And then he just gets to a part, uh, which I'll read out a couple sentences, and he talks about children. And when children arrive, then all of it, even the hardest times, will look like happiness. One need only love and have courage. Now... Even work brings joy. Now, even if you must occasionally deny yourself bread for the children's sake, still there is joy. For they will love you for it later. So you're laying aside for yourself. The children are growing. You feel you're an example to them, a support for them. That even when you die, they will bear your thoughts and feelings upon themselves as they receive them from you. They'll take on your image and likeness. So it is a great duty. How can a father and mother fail to grow closer? P- 
People say it's hard having children. Who says so? It's a heavenly happiness.